Hello folks, Ben Buchanan, investment advisor, portfolio manager, retirement planner extraordinaire. Downloading viruses of pathological optimism and investment insights straight from my brain to yours. This is the podcast on the Amazon and Whole Foods deal. So, everyone has been talking about this Amazon Whole Foods deal, but no one has been taking the ramifications to one potential conclusion that is far different than and more extreme than what you're probably hearing elsewhere. Granted, I don't know whether this is a 10% likelihood or a 50% likelihood, but it is definitely one possibility. And there are two primary beneficiaries if this scenario plays out like I think it might. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to start with the conclusion in mind, and then I'm going to tell you how we might get there. The conclusion is that for the first time ever, we might find ourselves in a situation where retail begins to have an oligopolistic flavor. Remember, an oligopoly is a business term for an industry where a few companies control most of the market. Retail is a very fragmented market, and it has been basically since the beginning of time. But I think we might just see the birth of an oligopoly within the next 10 to 20 years. Even if we don't, this is a fun thing to think about. So, how does it all go down? Let's first look at some stats around retail right now. More than 300 retailers have filed for bankruptcy as of June 13th of this year. This is nearing the amount that filed for bankruptcy during the great crash of 2008 and 9. That's fact number one. Fact number two, Amazon has 43% of online sales. Fact number three, Walmart is the only company big enough and cash flow rich enough to compete with Amazon head on. And their online sales grew over 60% year over year. Granted, some of that was due to acquisitions. But their online market share is growing no matter what the specific figure. Fact number four. Grocery sales are an $800 billion small margin business. And you'll probably be surprised to hear that Walmart is actually the largest seller of groceries in the U.S. Okay, keep all that in mind. Now, people used to think that nobody would buy clothes online because they would want to try them on first. Well... Today, 20% of clothing sales are online. Groceries, on the other hand, are one thing and maybe the last thing that isn't a huge item like a car or a sofa where nobody has figured out how to sell effectively online. There are companies like Instacart which pick up groceries and deliver them to you, but that's still not the same thing as having the groceries automatically delivered without having a human make sure they look good, as with other types of products sold online. No one, for example, makes sure that the computer you just bought on Amazon is in good shape. It's just assumed that it is. That being said, even consumer packaged food like beef jerky and dried fruit has begun to find strong demand online. So, retail is changing, it's going online, maybe everything except for groceries. The question is, how much of retail do Walmart and Amazon control, and how might that evolve over, say, the next 10 years? Let's look at where they are today. Today, Walmart has about $315 billion in sales if uh, you include Sam's Club inside of the United States. Amazon has another $80 billion or so of sales in the United States. So together, Amazon and Walmart have around $400 billion in U.S. sales. The U.S. retail market is about $4.8 trillion, so they have just less than 10% of the retail market share in the U.S. Under 10% between them is not an oligopoly. But how might that market share change over the next 10 years? 
Time for some deductive inference. Retail sales grow at best around the same rate as GDP. If GDP is 2% growth, retail sales grow maybe 2% on average, and this makes sense. Amazon sales grow about 25% a year. But let's just assume that their growth slows down to 20%. If they're growing 20%, the market is growing 2%, that means that they are taking market share. Let's assume Amazon's U.S. sales grow 20% for 10 years. Where does that get them? That puts Amazon sales right around $500 billion. And remember, this was before Amazon was getting into groceries. That 20% growth rate, the 25% growth rate, whatever it is, that has been before they were getting into groceries, and groceries are about $800 billion in sales annually. So let's assume that Amazon wins 5% of the grocery business in 10 years. That's another $40 billion. So they would have about $540 billion in retail sales. Walmart, on the other hand, has been growing by a little north of 2% over the past 10 years, right along with GDP. Let's assume that instead of 2%, they grow at 5%. Why? I'm not saying it's going to happen or even that it's the likeliest scenario, but the odds are that if Walmart and Amazon get engaged in a price war, lots of companies are going to go out of business and the ones left standing will scoop up that business. So let's just see what happens um, with a 5% growth rate. 5% growth rate would take Walmart's sales to about $515 billion inside the United States in 10 years. So let's recap. In 10 years, under very reasonable scenarios, Amazon and Walmart could have north of $1 trillion in retail sales. If the U.S. retail sales market grows at GDP, or 2%, over the next 10 years, then the total retail market would be about $5.8 trillion. So that means between Amazon and Walmart, they could have about 18% of the U.S. retail market. So with some reasonable forecasting and logical deductions, we could see a scenario where two companies control almost 20% of the retail market in 10 years. But there are some unspoken assumptions built into this forecast which might understate the potential of these two companies. What are those assumptions? Real quick, before diving into the assumptions, quick primer on retail. Retail is a low-margin business. Online retailers have an average of about a 3% profit margin. This means that on average, online retailers spend 29 days each month just to cover the cost of operations, and their profit for an entire year is based off of the equivalent of one day's sales per month. So, retailers that sell out of stores have slightly higher margins of around 5%, but that is skewed by the fact that we're looking only at retailers with po positive margins. Lots of retailers, like Sears, have been losing money and are close to going out of business. And obviously all the retails, uh, retailers that are going broke have had negative profit margins. So the average is probably something lower than 5%. So net-net, retail profit margins are slim, and they spend 95 to 97% of each year just to cover their costs, and then they make money on the remaining 3 to 5% of days, if you want to think about it that way. So... What are the assumptions we left unspoken that could actually change in favor of companies like Amazon and Walmart and make the outcome even more dramatic? Number one, other retailers are able to remain profitable even as they lose market share. If Amazon and Walmart go from under 10% market share to almost 20%, that 10% gap is taken away from other retailers. Given the small profit margins, it's not obvious that many of them will be able to stay in business. So that's assumption number one. Other retailers are able to remain profitable as they lose market share. Number two, we're assuming that Amazon and Walmart keep on chugging along more or less as they have been. Now, granted, they haven't exactly been chugging along. They've been, uh, in the case of Amazon, crushing it, absolutely crushing it at an incredible pace. But still, we're assuming that there aren't any additional compounding factors that come in the future that start to snowball even faster against the industry. Um, and this is everything from 
the more you ship, the less you pay for shipping. The more distribution centers you have, the less you pay for logistics. The more items you have uh, to offer, the less you pay for each item, and so on. Uh, this is also things like the fact that Amazon sells more socks when it sells more Amazon Prime Video. So, you heard me right. Today, Amazon is the only company on Earth that can get you to subscribe to its video service to watch TV shows and then also sell you more socks. It has a reinforcement mechanism in every single product it sells because if you buy one thing off of Amazon, you're probably going to buy more things. If you buy more things, you're going to subscribe to the Prime service. And if you subscribe to the Prime service, you're going to buy more of everything. And it's quite possible that Amazon's even going to start offering free delivery of groceries to people that subscribe to its Prime service. And on top of that, it might drop the prices at Whole Foods in line with other grocery stores. It could even afford to offer uh, prices where it loses money on groceries, knowing that it can make up that money elsewhere uh, because of this reinforcement mechanism that spreads across the entirety of everything that they have to sell. Uh, so what about Walmart? Walmart has started offering employees extra cash to deliver packages on their way home from work. Just like you can order on Amazon Now, which is a service that delivers goods to your house uh, if you're within 35 miles of a distribution center and you get your goods in two hours, Walmart has started letting you order goods and get same-day delivery, and their delivery people consist of members of their millions of employees who can drop things off on the way home and pick up, say, an extra $20 per day. So not only is retail a business where there are absurd economies of scale, Amazon and Walmart in particular have these reinforcement mechanisms that could exacerbate the economies of scale because of being able to do things that quite literally no other companies on earth can do. Interesting tidbit, Walmart has a store within 10 miles of 90% of the U.S. population. That is incredible. So, net-net, what happens if... Amazon can sell more shoes because they sell more groceries and sell more video because they sell more shoes and Walmart can deliver groceries and online orders to your house the same day they're or ordered. Um, well, the first thing that happens, as everybody else has been pointing out, is that the consumer wins. No matter what way you cut this, consumers will be getting better, cheaper service and faster delivery. But what also might happen is that other companies can't begin to offer service at this level have to cut prices in order to keep their sales up at all. Given where profit margins are already, this could push tons of them into being unprofitable. Amazon and Walmart are big enough that they could engage in a five-year price war. If they do that, they might end up pushing, who knows, maybe an additional 10% of retailers out of business. That's very easy to imagine. Kroger has $13 billion in debt, and it's a $20 billion company. Over half of its market cap is in debt. It's not a, impossible to imagine Kroger going out of business completely. It's not impossible to imagine some folks like JCPenney and Sears go out of business, and maybe even companies like Dollar General and Kohl's. So if you assume that Amazon and Walmart pick up an additional 10% market share and gains from the entirety of the market collectively, taking little bits and pieces from basically every single retailer on earth, kind of as they have been doing, and then let's say that another 10% of retailers just flat go bankrupt. And let's say that Walmart and Amazon pick up 5% or half of the sales from the additional 10% of retailers who go bankrupt. 
We could see a situation in 10 years where Amazon and Walmart control almost 25% of the U.S. retail market. That is beginning to look like an oligopoly. So because of their ability to cross-sell, because of their economies of scale, this is a very real possibility. But another interesting thought is what would actually stop this trend from happening? What could stop this trend 10 years from now? Everything we have deduced logically about what the next 10 years look, might look like could also be logically extrapolated about the 10 years following that. So what would the world look like over the subsequent 10 years if these trends stayed in place? Let's even assume that Amazon's growth slows down to 15% instead of 20 to 25. And we'll just leave Walmart's growth right at the 5%. So Amazon, at the end of 20 years, would have $2.2 trillion in sales. Walmart would have $840 billion in sales. And the U.S. market for retail would be a total of $7 trillion. That would mean that together, Walmart and Amazon would have $3 trillion in sales on a $7 trillion retail market, or somewhere around 40% of the total U.S. retail market. That, ladies and gentlemen, is an oligopoly. Here's another thought. What if Amazon and Walmart were able to deliver prescription drugs the same day as they had been prescribed? Amazon is already working on that today. Walmart will undoubtedly begin looking into it if they aren't already. What else might they begin selling? I don't know. But if two companies are involved in nearly 40% of all purchases in retail in the country, you better believe that they're going to be expanding into other businesses because they're going to know more than just about anyone on earth other than maybe Google about what people want when they want it and how they want it delivered. This is a train with more momentum than almost any business trend in history, and it's going to be tough to stop. Everybody needs to prepare and get excited about the greatest business battle of the 21st century, and maybe even in all of history up until now. Never before have two titans so directly clashed, and the result of the coming battle between these two titans is not only going to reshape the retail and grocery landscape, it is going to leave carnage and tears in its wake. We are going to have record numbers of bankruptcies just as we have a record pace of innovation and change. And maybe for the first time in history, antitrust regulators and the government are going to be looking at retail because for the first time, an oligopoly looks like it's forming. Mental vitamins that you won't get anywhere else, you are getting here. Take them, sharpen your brain, and get ready for the most exciting 10 years in human history. Coming at you right now.